Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, September 9th, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts of your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com right now and tell them that Locked On sent you. I'm your host, Nolan Bianchi, with Scotty Bentley, also host here at Lockdown Red Wings. Scotty, what's going on, pal? How's it going? It's going, man. Just, uh, yeah, watching the Tigers. Now, uh, your favorite baseball player of all time, Derek Jeter, got inducted to the Hall of Fame today. Congratulations. I, I thought we were actually going to talk about brain and inch for a second. I was like, what? And then, yeah. So no. Derek Jeter is my favorite baseball player of all time, but I know Scotty doesn't like him. And so I always, no, I, I don't there. dislike him. I just dislike the fact that everyone thinks Does, he's like, doesn't like the some, like top 10 player ever. Like you can be he's overrated. You can be overrated and still like deserve to be a first ballot hall of famer. And that's what he is. Oh. It feels like you're splitting hairs. Uh, we no, have a very, <laughs> very special guest no. with us today. We, we told the people, Scotty, let's put aside our personal differences real quick and come together uh, to, for, for a promise that we made to the listeners. And we promised them we are in the best shape of our lives in the training camp right now. And we have proved it with our two exceptional guests two days in a row. We had Ross Levitan yesterday from the Lockdown Senators podcast. Go check that out. If you're curious to know what to expect from the Sens as they rejoin the Red Wings in the Atlantic count or division, we also have one of the best guests here. I don't want to you know make anybody feel bad by saying the best guest here, but it's Tony Ferrari. You know him. You love him. Vroom, vroom, a Bentley and a Ferrari riding with me today. I don't see how I can uh, crash this thing. Redo pack to J- Derek Jeter. Oh, beautiful. Redo pack, baby. <laughs> I'll never forget that hat. I, I want the hat just to mock it. Mm. Oh my goodness. Send, send me a gift basket, Derek. Like, I don't care. Like, congrats on the Hall of Fame. But I agree with you, Scott. He He's overrated, but he definitely deserves the Hall of Fame. You guys are going to yeah. make me like put on a Derek Jeter jersey mid, mid episode. I, I, what I, is I, wrong with um, saying he, I'm literally saying he still deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like you're like, <laughs> you're being offended at us saying that he deserves to be in the most prestigious <laughs> Hall of Fame in sports uh, on a first ballot. Like, yeah, fair enough. All right. Uh, Tony Stark, what's hands. going on, man? <laughs> I, am, I am here just. Just being here, like it's the summer. I'm barely alive. I'm drinking an iced coffee. I'm I'm sitting here in a pink hoodie. This is just my life right now. Living the dream, as they uh, would say. I'm doing the same. I, I bought a bike uh, like three weeks ago. Finally got it fixed. Tick for a ride today. Um, it was fantastic. I know you're a big outdoors guy. So actually, what we're gonna do to wrap up the show is we're gonna get Tony's like end of summer bucket list things. Like, hey, if you don't feel like you've gotten enough out of your summer, what what would Tony oh. Ferrari say? to go out and do in the, the next couple of weekends. If you're not a big football fan, if you are a football fan, your summer's already over. Sorry to say, if you're not a football fan, you still got a couple of weeks left. So uh, we'll, we'll get your, uh, your recommendations on that. Now I know you went camping uh, about a month, two months ago, weren't able to make it for our, our pancakes and prospects special. You were all slated in the mix with Will Scouch, Sam McGilligan and Mikhail Holm on the guest list. What happened? 
Well, we went camping in quotation marks because it was the <laughs> nicest house my friends have ever been in and I have ever been in. And, and there was a pool inside and everything. And it was really nice. And uh, I may have used my one weekend of drinking a year on that weekend. And when I saw the messages, I was just like, these are nice people, but I don't like them. Right now. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not even attempting it. Like I, I was not going to be functional. So. You, you you caught me on the one bad the one weekend a year I drink so it uh, it was fun but yeah I missed it it was a good episode though boys I watched thank you thank you appreciate that you know you've done so much for us over the years I think we'll uh, find it in our hearts to <laughs> to let this you know one one mishap slide by but tell us about what's going on man because the last time we talked to you you were moving on from Dauber Prospects I don't think you had announced what was next uh, and we have all been waiting with bated breath to find that out. <laughs> Well, I'm uh, at Sports Illustrated and the Hockey News now. I'm pretty pumped about that. I'll be doing my uh, game tape series of videos as I did last year with Dauber, and uh, but I'll be doing them with a, a bigger platform and a little bit more resources. So you can expect a couple of big names right off the hop. Uh, I've already kind of told people, but Brad Lambert's the first one. He should be out next week. I just got to edit the video up and, and get it ready. But other than that, I'm doing a weekly prospect article and all that stuff. It's uh, little bit less of a workload and managerial wise and a, a little bit nicer of a, a setting to do it in so i'm certainly not complaining about the hockey news and sports illustrated now we definitely are big fans of game tape with tony but where can people find that now because previously it was just on wasn't on your profile yeah, it was on like a personal youtube page but it'll be on the hockey news youtube page if i'm not mistaken but it'll also be on the hockey news website so you'll be able to check it out there and if you don't want to go to the hockey news website go to sports illustrated's website and just click hockey because that's will bring it right there too so uh yeah definitely check all that out but uh yeah it should still be up on youtube you should still be able to find it on there beautiful beautiful now uh this will be the last of the pre-hockey show questions uh, because I know you're a big football fan. And as I alluded to it tonight, the NFL season will kick off Buccaneers, Cowboys. You're a big Ravens guy. How do you like your Ravens this year? And do you have a Super Bowl pick? I love my Ravens this year. I think Lamar is going to go for uh, another borderline MVP season. Uh, Ooh, J.K. Dobbins nice. getting hurt really sucks. I, I won't lie, but having Gus Edwards, I'm, I'm pretty confident. In the Gus the boss. And, yeah, Gus the boss, baby. Love Get him in there. Gus, man. Love Gus. He, he, he's such a fun runner too, because he, he likes he to run so high up and he just takes guys out. He's such, he's built different. I, love I, I, I don't like saying it, but like, it's going to be fun that that Ravens <laughs> team is going to be a ton of fun again. They're going to be good. I, I want to say they're my Super Bowl pick, but I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is just going to do something special because it's his one last year. He's going to want to go out on a hype on the, on that Green Bay Packers hype. And uh, I know you're not loving that, Nolan, but uh, yeah, let's see. Gra- well, uh, I just uh, don't Ravens understand the, the last dance. You went yeah, to one Super dance. Bowl. You've been to yeah. one Super Bowl. Let's chill. That's all. <laughs> no, and, and honestly, I don't think it's going to be his last dance. Like, that's the other thing, right? Like, he's going to yes. go somewhere else. Like, someone's going to, he's going to go to Carolina or something stupid like that and try to lead that, do what Brady did and lead them to a Super Bowl. So we're going to see more of Aaron Rodgers, but I, I think it'd be fun to see him try to at least go to a Super Bowl in, in his final year with Green Bay. What's the ugliest possible franchise that you let Aaron oh. Rodgers could end up with? Cause the Panthers would be pretty oh. bad, but like also they have had Cam Newton recently. And so like, I, there's something in my head that's like, okay, they can have a good quarterback, you know, but there are certain teams out there 
who I just, I just can't picture it. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of a teams right now. And like so many of them have young quarterbacks right now. Like I, I instantly That's thought of like how, like how funny would it be if he went to the jets and just copied Brett Favre, like just yeah. go right to the jets, <laughs> try to lead them to the Super Bowl. But like, they just got Zach Wilson. Right. So. Right. And my thing was the Jaguars, but like, same, like he's obvious, obviously not happening either. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the New York giants because Daniel Jones is, is a Mm. living piece of paper and nothing else. Like that guy is the worst quarterback in the NFL, maybe. And he just goes to the Texans. Oh, the Texans would be a good one too. I like that. I can't believe that they're just deciding to have a football team this year. Like I can't, I I can't believe they didn't cancel their season. Oh, it's pretty wild. (laughs) pretty wild so crazy man. oh wow. man okay well well before we head into break one uh do want to get your thoughts today uh the the red wings prospect tournament roster came out do you have any thoughts if you haven't seen this already it's on twitter uh you can check it out on my twitter at no be honest you're just on the, the detroit red wings twitter but the uh the headliner here being no mo cider and i know that's probably what you were going to talk about so so what do you kind of make out of that yeah, I, I noticed right away no most most cider, and I'm like, well, it's because he's already got a top like four spot locked up. Like he doesn't have to worry about this tournament. So you're gonna see guys like Lucas Raymond, Jonathan Berger, and uh, I, I think there's a lot of fun names on here. Like yeah, Joe Valeno is gonna be there again. Like that that's gonna be an interesting one because you see Joe Valeno in there, and he's you're like, okay, he's played some NHL games, but more cider doesn't even have to show up. Like that, I think that's kind of yeah. hilarious in its, in and of itself, but. No, I think you're, you're going to get a good look at Sebastian Costa, Jan Bednar. I think that's those are a couple of good guys. And I have a soft spot for a guy like Pasquale Zito, who, who's a Windsor Spitfires player. And, and I just like the, I like watching him play. Good energy guy. So, Gabagool. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he does. But yeah, this is just uh, it's a prospect tournament, right? We're going to see a bunch of, of these guys in, in, in and out of the lineup and, and hopefully Grand Rapids this year, especially with Raymond and, and Berggren. And I think those are the two guys that you're really going to be watching at this tournament. Um. It could be because he's just too good for the tournament. But what if they're just leaving Mo Sider out to like protect everybody else? You know, like they, yeah. they don't want Lucas <laughs> Raymond to to have a broken clavicle heading into oh, man. To the season or, or something like that because of going into the corner with with Sider. <laughs> like I'm picturing like th- there's two moments with Sider this year that I was picturing and I was like curious to how, how they would go. And one was a prospect tournament. I just wanted to see him manhandle children basically yeah. because <laughs> what he was doing in the SHL last year. Like it, it would have been hilarious to watch him go up against like a five foot seven guy draft in the seventh round. But the other time is like, man, I can't wait to watch him at the Olympics. Like Germany's in that, yes. that tough group with Canada and the U.S., but They've also got China and like, I'm not trying to be mean, but Moritz side is going to murder some Chinese players. Like that's just going to happen. Like the, yep. it, that ter- team is going to get abused in every game they play, but Moritz side are going up against them is going to be pretty entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Now uh, we got to head off into a quick break. So we'll be back uh, after a word from these sponsors. With all the different number of makes and models out there, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need in the traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure pointless, seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry when you have access to computers with rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money with rockauto.com. You can save 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Uh, rockauto.com, they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Before you know it, Christmas is going to be coming up. You're going to be looking at your bank account going, gosh, dang it, I wish I would have fixed my brakes myself instead of taking it to uh, some guy who screwed me out of a bunch of money and uh, I could have just done a better job myself. I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. 
So go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and just write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you. they got a main selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game, another one that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to ever buy a device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Mestikoff goes wide. He's turned back by Kalanuk. Now finds an open to Kaiser. Back in front. Stetcher scores! What a great play! To Kaiser, to Stetcher, it's 3-1! All right, we are back. Segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Nolan Bianchi, Scotty Bentley, Tony Ferrari. Go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Uh, we're posting there most days. Best shape of our lives. We're getting back posting there today. Posting an episode on our official Twitter feed uh, for the first time in what feels like since the draft, maybe. Um, so we're, we're getting back out there. So go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. I'm at Nolan Bianchi. Scotty is at Bentley Scotty. And Tony is at the Tony Ferrari. Uh Let's talk a little bit of 2022 draft, shall we? Uh, we know it's stacked at the top. Shane Wright, Brad Lambert. How deep is this draft? If there was one that you could compare it to from past draft classes, which would be the one? I, I liken this draft to the 2019 draft with a with a better top end. I think it's I think the 2020 draft was really, really good. The 2021 was obviously a step down, but it, it's it's got that 2020 or 2019 feel where you got this draft where it's probably going to be a round deep where you're like, man, all of these guys are first round talents. And, and usually you get to about 20 and you're like, okay, these guys are fringe second round guys. But I think this is going to be one of those drafts where you're going to get a guy like Noah Ousland pretty late, or you're going to get a guy like Ryan Abraham, who's going to have a good year. And, and you're like, oh man, like these guys at the end of the first round could be really, really good, good NHL players. And I mean, you got another stacked NTDB team. You got a bunch of stacked guys in the, the CHL. The OHL is going to pop off this year. I think we're going to get a lot of overagers in the OHL because we just didn't see them last year. So it's going to be a really interesting draft, I think. And I think it's going to be deep because of that. Uh, so what is like the, the, is there any chance that the top heaviness of the draft changes from now until the draft, like Wright and Lambert? Like, is there any chance that there's movement up there? Is this already, you know, whatever, 10 months in advance already pretty much set in stone? No, I definitely don't think it's set in stone after one. I think number one is set in stone. I think anytime anyone this year, unless like Shane Wright has an absolutely abysmal year, which it's not going to happen. Like we've watched sure, him destroy sure. like the U18s. We've watched sure. him destroy under 20 event. Like we've watched him destroy the OHL before as a fifth, like a 15, 16 year old. Like imagine when he's in his draft year. So I, I don't think that one's going to change, but I think that second overall pick where you got Lambert, Savoy, Seamus Casey, Connor Geeky, uh, Isaac uh, or Ivan Moroshnichenko, uh, like Rucker McGordy is another guy. Like you have a lot of names up there. See Simo Nemec. Like there's probably like where we were last year. We we're like, oh man, there's ten guys who could go first overall. I think this year there's far, seven, eight guys that could go second overall. And, and then you're going to be going, man, like who's this other guy sneaking into the top ten? Is Jack Hughes the new Jack Hughes going to be a guy that kind of sneaks in there? Uh, Woking Kamel, like from the from the Finnish leagues, 
is he going to be a guy that's going to be able to snipe his way into the top 10? Like it's going to be a really interesting top 10. And, and man, like I said, it's going to be deep. I think this, I think we're going to be getting really good talent in the mid to late twenties even. So if you got extra first round picks, this is a good year to have them. Now, if you're the Red Wings, what kind of year are you trying to have? If you're considering the the stage that they're at in the rebuild and the core players that have been there and haven't really won anything and, and just all of those things combined, if you're Steve Eisman, what season are you trying to have? Are you trying to be bottom five? Are you trying to be, you know, I, I, I both this year and last year, I liked them in the, the five to 10 range in the lottery. Now, obviously with the new rules, doesn't give him a shot at Shane Ryder, Brad Lambert. Well, maybe one of the top two, but uh, do you kind of like the idea of the Red Wings saying, screw it, we're going to throw caution on the wind and go full out tank again? Or do you want them to see him take another step forward? I want to see the Wings play the youth. And, and whatever happens with that, uh, let it happen. But yeah. like, get you know what, Lucas Raymond, you spent 20 games in the AHL and you looked good? Hey, let's let's spend the last 60 in the NHL. Jonathan Berggren, same thing. Like, Get these guys up. Let Mo, Mo Sider play a big role in this team. Let, let guys like Giovanni Smith see if he can earn a third line role. Like, let these guys kind of play. Like, put Phillips Zanita in every position to succeed you possibly can. Load that guy's power play time up. Only play him on the power play if you want. I don't care. Like, do something to get these guys in positions to succeed and, and see what you have in all of them, right? Like, a guy like Michael Rasmussen, let him kind of take on a little bit more offensive roles. Like, don't put him in the defensive zone for taking first all Michael the time. Rasmussen. Yeah, like you get these guys in positions that you're going to go, you're either going to suck or you're going to be awesome, and we're going to deal with you after that. But like put these guys in the positions, put the youth in the positions, and and, and I think they're going to do that. Like I think they've they supplemented pretty well with some of the free agents they brought in, Puyas Suter and, and some of the guys like that. And I, I think you you add these young, talented wingers, young, talented defensemen into this lineup and see what happens. So you talked about Zadina a little bit. What – I guess – what is the, the, as a Red Wings fan, what should we expect out of Zadina? Zadina should do blank this year. If we were to, at the end of the year, look back and be like, damn, like we're pretty pleased with what Philip Zadina did this season. I think because like the lack of talent on the roster in general, like if, if you get a 25 goal year out of Philip Zadina, you're pretty happy with that. Personally, I'd love to see him hit 30. I'd love to see him kind of get to that benchmark because I think we all know he has the talent to do that. I think you can, I, I'd love to see him do 30 and 30, 30 and 40, get 60, 70 points and, and kind of lead this team offensively. Don't take some of the load off Dylan Larkin, take like Tyler Bertuzzi should not be your second best offensive player this year. And, and I don't think that's going to happen. If you got a guy like Phillips Zadina really pushing the pace and a guy like Lucas Raymond coming up to the, to the lineup halfway through the year and showing off his skill and playmaking ability, like get these guys in there. And, and like I said, put them in position to succeed because I think a guy like Philip Zadina has 30 goal potential and you just got to kind of let him get there and he's going to make mistakes along the way, but this team can afford those mistakes because if you, if you lose an extra game or two, oops, like it, it doesn't really matter. When we talk about some of the young guys, Bergeron, Raymond in particular, I guess we'll, we'll start with the, just the, the overall, like, what do you expect out of them on a training camp? Do you think one or both will make the team? I guess, how do you see that playing out? And then I have a couple other questions, I guess, on, on top of that as well. I would love to see Lucas Raymond specifically make the team because I think he could be a, like a legitimate top six contributor on this team. Like I look at the lineup and I'm like, there's not really like, especially on that second line, are, are you really worrying about pushing a, a guy out to get Lucas Raymond in there? And I, I don't think you really are. So 
I, I think a guy like Lucas Raymond has a chance coming out of the camp. I think Jonathan Bergman might even be a little bit more ready offensively than Lucas Raymond, but I think both of them could be NHLers at some point this year, but I don't know if, if you see them spend 50% of the season in the NHL, either, either of them or preferably both. I think that's a good year for both of them. I think Lucas Raymond specifically, like I said, I think he can be a, a real difference maker. You get a guy like him and Zadina together. And, and I think that that could be a really nice pairing going forward in the future. And I, I think Lucas Raymond's shot is kind of underrated. It doesn't get the credit it deserves. And I think Philip Zadina's playmaking doesn't get the credit it deserves. I think both of them have it there. They just need someone else to help them with, with doing it because Lucas Raymond isn't the best at creating his own shot, but he's an amazing playmaker and facilitator. Whereas Philip Zadina is a guy that loves to get that shot off. But sometimes when he's making passes, like Franz Nielsen isn't going to do anything with him. So you get a guy like Lucas Raymond and he can actually do something. So I think get, pairing up guys and, and getting these young guys playing together and building chemistry is going to be really key. Do you think that there are, I mean, like, you just mentioned a misconception about Lucas Raymond's game, but do you think that there's more out there or that he is perhaps undervalued as a prospect? Because I remember when we previewed Lucas Raymond ahead of the 2020 NHL draft, you said to me, Nolan, my good friend, uh, Lucas Raymond fits into the Red Wings top six right now. We're almost two years later here. And there are some people, particularly Red Wings fans, who just have written him off as somebody who, who has no chance of, of making the team out of camp. It makes zero sense to me. I understand that there could be a benefit to him not making the team out of camp and you don't want to rush guys, but is, is that really rushing a guy? Like, I, I don't think so. I don't think it is. I think you, you look at a guy like Lucas Raymond and I'm not going to be shocked if they do make him play in the, the AHL a little bit first, because he is adjusting to North American ice. He's adjusting to the North American game and everything. So sure. Throw him in there. But like, I, I look at this, this wings lineup and I'm like, man, like, a- am I worried about taking a guy like Robbie Fabry and tossing him on the third line or, or tossing a guy like even like Tyler Bertuzzi down to the third line? Like what, what are you doing with these guys that aren't necessarily going to be the, the top offensive contributor that, that Lucas Raymond is. I think Lucas Ra- Lucas Raymond has shown his ability to play either wing. So you can put him on either side. Jacob Verona and Phillips Dean are kind of clogging the right side. So get him on the left side. Or you know what? Make that third line an offensive third line. I think Detroit Red Wings fans have been craving that for a few years now where it's a true top nine that can score because I like Sam Gagne. I like Vlad Nemeskov. But like maybe you have a, a third line of, of Nemeskov in the middle with Rasmussen down to the fourth and Sam Gagne and in, in Lucas Raymond or Adam Ernie and Lucas Raymond on the wings. Like, I think that could be a, an interesting combination. So it, it's going to be interesting to see where they fit him in the lineup because Phillips, Zadina and Jacob Verona both deserve those top six right wing spots. So I think you're going to be putting Lucas Raymond on the left wing and is Robbie Fabry or Puyas Suter going to play that second line center. And then you toss the other guy there and the, and you toss the, the one of those two on the third line with Lucas Raymond plays on the left wing. I think that's a better solution than what they have right now, because I love Robbie Fabry. I love, I even love the acquisition of Puya Suter, but I think Lucas Raymond's a better player today than either of those two guys, to be completely honest. And that's not a slight against either of them. It just means that Detroit's starting to gonna be infusing talent into the lineup in, in the next couple of years. And, and I think that's a big deal for, for Red Wings fans. Not only is it a big deal for Red Wings fans, just the idea that Tyler Bertuzzi could be on the Detroit Red Wings third line gives me chills gives me chills <laughs> I mean, like, well, like he, he's a bona fide first liner for like the two two three years running 
Yeah, and I think that's just the thing, right? Like we all look at look at a guy like Tyler Bertuzzi, and, and you compare him to Zach Hyman, you compare him to Blake Coleman, any of the guys that are those elite grinders around the league, and you're like, man, they look they look really good on a third line when they can really drive that third line and play their game there. When you can go, here's a Lucas Raymond up in the, the first line or second line, and you can infuse that offensive talent up top and let that guy that that you've watched play on the first line for the last two years, gotten all that offensive experience, let him take that down down the lineup and exploit other teams' third lines. Because if you put Tyler Bertuzzi on the third line and you're matching him, him up against most of the third lines, he might be the best player on the ice. Like, that's and, – and, like, obviously you're going to have weird situations where that's not true, but Tyler Bertuzzi is going to be a guy that outmatches a lot of third lines. So is Lucas Raymond, obviously, but I think he fits that role a little bit better. So you get Lucas Raymond or you get Jonathan Bergman in that top six and really contributing offensively because that's where their game's uh, strongest. All right, uh, we are going to send it to segment three. We'll be right back with Tony Ferrari uh, of the Hockey News and Sports Illustrated. Did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? And when you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. And I mean, who wouldn't be? They got nine delicious ones out right now. If you don't know all of them, you're missing out. But good news for you is you can try a mix box. You'll get two of each of their nine flavors. Some of them, we'll list them off here. Coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, get that mix box. It'll allow you to customize your order next time, know exactly what you want. Spoiler alert, you're not going to not like any of them. Uh, and not only are they the best tasting protein bars on the market, but Built Bar it's healthy too. Check out these macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. Go to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and mega contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% whoa. No, 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKDOWN. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. So they used to give out 50%. Now it's 100%. Now you're getting the best bonuses from betonline.ag when you were already getting the best bonuses from betonline.ag before. What are you waiting for? From basketball, football, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKDOWN for a 100% welcome bonus when you make your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Sedina going wide with it. Back for DeKaiser. Same day rebound. They score. Oh, my goodness. He's got four for Jacob Verena. Right, we are back. Segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. It's your team every day. Be sure to subscribe to the way to make sure that each and every morning when you wake up, there's a new episode ready and waiting for you when you wake up every morning. Tell me this, Tony Ferrari. Uh, we've been doing a little fun thing over here at the Lockdown NHL Network and uh, the, the top 50 list, top 50 players in the league, nary a Red Wing made the list. If you were to guess, who is the most likely person to make that list next? Who do you think it would be? Uh, 
On the Red Wings? On the Red Wings. I think Dylan Larkin could squeak in near the end. But I think in reality, I think we're looking at Moritz Sider and Lucas Raymond, maybe even Jacob Verana in the next year or two, like depending on what he's he's able to do. But I I think it's those young guys, Lucas Raymond and and Mo Sider, where you're like, man, after a year or two, I think they could realistically be top 50 players in the NHL, or even if it's just at that back end, because, man, the talent that those two players have specifically, they're they're really going to be the the centerpieces of your offensive and defensive side of the puck going forward. And I I mean, yeah, you don't have that bonafide number one center yet. Uh, Like I think Dylan Larkin's a perfectly fine number one center, but if you get Shane Wright or you get a guy like Brad Lambert in this next draft, like that really kind of finishes off this prospect pool where you're looking at it and you're like, man, this team is going to be frightening moving forward. So with the big influx in, in talent and young talent, like we've talked about, what's the, uh, importance of stopping in the AHL after the SHL? Like what's that when you're talking about developmental steps, like how important is the A? I think it's important just in the fact of adjusting. I think it's going to be a bit of an adjustment because so many of the SHL ranks and it's not every single one of them, but it is the majority of them are the Olympic size ranks. They're the European size ranks. And even the ones that are a little bit smaller, generally the Finnish size ranks, which are, this is weird kind of quasi in the middle of an NHL and Olympic size rink. So I think it's going to be working on a spacing, working on timing, everything like that, understanding that, Hey, this defenseman's going to be a little bit closer to you because you don't have that extra five feet to the left or to the right. And it's going to be one of those things where they're just adjusting to that. But I, I think a guy like Lucas Raymond, specifically Jonathan Berger, and I know we've talked a lot about those two, but they've got the skill, they've got the skating, they've got the ability to kind of maneuver in and out of traffic and, we, we've watched them so many times cut into the middle and invite that contact and, and then bounce off of it or, or, or move off of it. It's going to be the same thing in the AHL and, and just getting used to the physicality of the North American game is going to be the biggest thing. So like I said, 10, 20 game stint for both of them. And, and I think both of them should be in the lineup after that, but we all know uh, Jeff Blaschel doesn't love playing the young guys. So who knows what happens? Maybe they get a full year in the AHL as much as I don't love that idea. Uh one thing I did want to get your take on because the University of Michigan is absolutely loaded heading into this next season. No, they're terrible. They don't have any good players. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. The, so gradu- graduate a lot of seniors. I no, hope. So no, bad. No, they're going to be amazing. <laughs> they're going to be ridiculous. Maybe the best college hockey team of all time. Is it? Is it too early to, to to thrust the possibility of that on them? I would say it's too early, but as but we all know, paper, I love doing it. So yeah, you know what? <laughs> screw it. Why not? I don't even care. I love Matthew Veneers. He's going back. <laughs> Owen, I, I've said I said all year last year, Owen Power, if he goes back, I would move into my top two or three. I, I, I said it all year. The reason he was at number six was because I, I didn't trust Buffalo to mess him up. And and he went back to school. So credit to him. I think he's that's the easily the best thing for his development this year. And man, that team is just going to be loaded. Thomas Bordalo, Matthew Beneers, Kent Johnson, Owen Power, like all these guys. And Eric Patillo even is, is going to be their new goalie going forward. And it's like that team is loaded at every position. So, yeah, you know what? I don't even care. Maybe they are going to be the best team of I hear, all time. I hear there's a Devils prospect, too, who's going to be a freshman there next year. I can't remember. Oh, his yeah, name. he's all right. Uh, just one of those like Huey brothers uh, or something. Yeah. I don't Hugh, know. Hugh Lukes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. Not a very like good that. player at all. Can't uh, skate. Is there any way that you can like contextualize just how amazing it is going to be to be able to uh, see those games in person next year? Because obviously we have a, a pretty big local audience here in Michigan. And and I was fortunate enough to be one of a few hundred people who got to see them play uh, last year. And if, if you've never been to Yoast, 
this is the year. Like if you don't yeah. get to Yost this year, don't be an idiot. So I'll contextualize it with this. I'm a draft guy. I, I am mostly 90% focused on the draft. The Michigan doesn't have any draft eligibles this year. And I plan on being at Yost almost as much as any other arena this year. Like it's going to be so good. And I'm going to use any excuse I can have like, Oh, I'm just doing a 14th story about Michigan this year, guys. Like, I, I don't care. Like, this team is going to be so fun to watch. Like, I can't wait to get to Yoast. All right. Well, it's going to uh, be when, incredible. When that happens, I, I definitely owe you a beer uh, out in Ann Arbor somewhere. Now, Tony Ferrari, thank you for joining us today. But I promised it at the top. I teased it at the top. Gave you a little bit of time to think about it. So hopefully you got a, a pretty good answer for us here. What is on your summer bucket list uh something that that you know people who who they're freaking out oh my gosh summer's almost over the sunday scaries of the summer the summer scaries uh what are they going out to do oh well you can you can do something simple go up to like a lower gorge in ontario if you're there go up to the up in in michigan because there's tons of beautiful nature stuff to do out there but if you want something fun i'm sure you have one more wedding to go to this year or if you don't just crash one who cares um, but you know what, do what I did just become the bartender at the wedding for the night. Like I went to a wedding a couple weeks, a few weeks ago, and one of the bartenders didn't show up and they're like, man, we just need someone to help out. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. So Tony got behind the bar and I was just bartending for the night. Oh, I love it. Did I you have a like, ton of fun. Just talking to the third embrace. person all night. Oh like, yeah. Just embrace it. Just do something fun. Do something wild. Do something you don't expect yourself to do. And you're probably going to have fun and who knows, maybe you get a girl's number or something. <laughs> Is that what happened? Did, did that happen? I, to Tony? I mean, it wasn't the worst wedding I've ever been to. I'll say okay. that. <laughs> well, fair enough. There you go. Go to a wedding, crash a wedding, and then be and force your way into being their bartender. Yeah, just become the bartender. Just that become is, the bartender. Easy is, as is that. as simple as that. <laughs> Fantastic bucket list item. Tony Ferrari, thank you so much. Go follow him at the Tony Ferrari. Go check out uh, Game Tapes with Tony Brad Lambert edition coming out next week at the Hockey News YouTube. Hockeynews.com, sportsillustrated.com slash hockey. You can find all this stuff. Cannot recommend it enough. And we are looking forward to having you on again, my friend. Hockey is almost back. We'll have more pressing things to talk about soon, I, I hope. Uh, we all love breaking down the the prospect roster and talking about Alex Cotton and Adam Brookbacher and Patrick <laughs> Curry and David Codd, the, the, the prospects we all care about. Yeah, David Codd, that was a, that was a good one. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't get too uh, too in depth on David Codd today, but we'll, oh. we'll save for another time. It'll be the uh, breakdown next time. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Your locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.